Hello, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Leonard. God bless you. You know that God still has a purpose for your life. I want to talk to you today about something. In fact, I'm going to do something that I normally don't do, but I want to do it. I want to read a passage of scripture um, just really quick. And I'm going to come from John, I believe John 11, John 11. Now, a certain man was sick named Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and um, her sister Martha. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore, his sister sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. When he had heard, therefore, that he was sick, he abode two days still in the same place where he was. Then after that, saith he to his disciples, let us go into Judea again. His disciples say unto him, Master, the Jews of late sought to stone thee, and goest thou thither again? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in the day? If any man walk in the day, he stumbleth not, because he seeth the light of the world. But if a man walk in the night, he stumbleth, because there is no light in him. These things said he, and after that he said unto them, Our friend Lazarus sleepeth, but I go that I may wake him out of sleep. Then said his disciples, Lord, if he sleep, he shall do well. Howbeit Jesus spake of death, but they thought that he had spoken of taking a rest in sleep. When then said Jesus unto them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And I am glad for your sakes that I was not there. To the intent ye may believe. Nevertheless, let us go unto him. Then said Thomas, which is called Didymus, unto his fellow disciples, let us also go that we may die with him. Then when Jesus came, he found that he had lain, that they had lain him in a grave for four days already. Now Bethany was nigh unto Jerusalem, about 15 furlongs off, and many of the Jews came to Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary sat still in the house. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it to thee. Jesus said unto her, thy brother shall rise again. Martha said unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth on me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die, but leaveth thou this. And when she had said, when she had so said, she went her way and called Mary, her sister, secretly, saying, the master is come and calleth for thee. As soon as she heard that, she arose quickly and came unto him. Now, Jesus was not yet come into town, but was in that place where Martha met him. The Jews then, which were with her in the house and comforted her when they saw Mary, that she rose up hastily and went out and followed her, saying, She goeth unto the grave to weep. Then when Mary was come where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. When Jesus 
therefore saw her weeping and the Jews also weeping, which came with her. He groaned in the spirit and was troubled and said, where have you laid him? They said unto him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. Then said the Jews, behold, how he loved him. And some of them said, could not this man, which opened the eyes of the blind, have caused that even this man should not have died? Jesus, therefore, again, groaning in himself, cometh to the grave. It was a cave and a stone lay upon it. Jesus said, take ye away the stone. Martha, the sister of him that was dead, said unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh. For he had been dead four days. Jesus said unto her, said I not unto thee that if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his head and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. And I knew that thou hearest me always. But because of the people which stand by, I said it that they may believe that thou hast sent me. And when he thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth bound hand and foot with grave clothes and his face was bound about with a napkin. Jesus said unto them, loose him and let him go. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the word. We thank you. Are you serious? We thank you, Lord, for the word. We thank you for what you're going to do today. We thank you for just a uh, an awesome word. Touch our hearts, Lord. Touch our ears that we can hear and that we can understand what the word of God is saying to us today. In Jesus' name. I want to focus. Jesus said something in that passage of scripture. He said that I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth on me, though he were dead, Yet shall he live. Sometimes in our lives, we face situations that we think are dead and we think there is no way that we can um, we can do anything with it, resurrect it. I don't know. Sometimes you go through situations where maybe things didn't work out. You were trying to go back to college and uh, you tried and you just couldn't. Um, you couldn't hack it or things just didn't work out. You didn't have the time you had to work. So you didn't have the time or there's dreams that you've, uh, you've had and you haven't been able to fulfill any of those dreams. And now you're in a situation where you're getting older and it seems like the opportunity for those dreams have come and gone. Uh, it could be anything, uh, situations, circumstances, maybe you got a child who's been in a wheelchair for years and nothing has changed and you've given up, given up hope, thinking that that situation is dead. There's no way to fix it. Well, I just wanted to encourage you today that there always is a way because God said, um, well, Jesus said that I am the way, the truth and the life. No man can come unto the father, but by me. He wanted to tell that story because Lazarus was clearly dead. Now, here was the interesting thing about that story. Jesus waited and he wanted to wait four days. And one of the reasons why is because the Jews actually believe that the soul exists outside of the body for three days. They believe that. 
So let's say that Lazarus had been, uh, he rose up on the third day, then they would have said, well, you know, maybe he wasn't really dead or something like that. So Jesus waited a fourth day when he was beginning to stink, beginning to decay. There would be no doubt that when he raised him from the dead, it was a bona fide miracle and that God had indeed sent this man, Jesus, from heaven. So Jesus waited and Lazarus died indeed. And Jesus went to the tomb to raise him. Now, all of the people, you can imagine this scene, that were standing around. These were folks. They were standing around waiting on something to happen. And so they're looking intently at the grave, wondering, what is Jesus going to do? And they see him praying to the Father. And he prays out loud intentionally because he wanted them to hear him pray so that they would know that he was praying to God. And as he's praying, he's done. And he looks at the grave. And he says, Lazarus, come forth. And without hesitation, Lazarus gets up and he comes out of the grave. The stone is already rolled away and he walks out still wrapped in his grave clothes. And Jesus told them to loose him and let him go and give him something to eat. Now, I know that that's that's one of those miracles that. I mean, was noised abroad all Judea and Jerusalem. Everybody knew that this man, Jesus, was something else. They knew. Right. But the point of this story is Jesus said that he was the resurrection and the life. He that believeth on me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. So situations can absolutely be dead in your life. Things could be um, chaotic and, and just doesn't look like it's going to amount to anything. Your life could seem like it's in a desert right now and you don't know what else to do. Well, here's an opportunity for you to trust in him. He said he was the resurrection and the life, which means that in order for you to be successful, you're going to have to get him in your life. And if he is in your life, then you're going to have to make him the center of your life and not just part of your life, because God is interested in helping you. He's interested in helping you in the dark place that you might be in right now, in the place where you have given up hope, in the place where things is not going your way. That place that seemed like it has you bound and you have no way out. God is interested in bringing you out. But you, my brothers and sisters, are going to have to trust him. You're going to have to go back to when you believe and you're going to have to trust him. Because again, he said he was the resurrection and the life. So that means that whatever's dead, he has the ability to raise it up again and to give it life. He's the resurrection and the life. Though he were dead, yet shall he live. So it can be dead. It could be where you don't think that it can be resurrected. It's impossible. You can't do it. No, you can't do it, but God can do it. And put your faith and your trust in him. This was clearly one of those miracles where, you know, if you were around to see it, it was a blessing and you were fortunate to see it because you just don't, didn't see miracles like that. The people had never seen a miracle like that. You know, you'd have to go back in Bible days or something like that to even try to find a miracle like that. You know, I know the prophet Elijah raised the boy from the dead, uh, the widow's son, and gave him back. And Jesus did quite a few miracles like that. Some that were probably wasn't even recorded in the Bible. But the point is, when it seems like all is lost, that's the time where you have to put your trust and your faith in the Lord. That whole purpose of that scripture is to let you see that God is a God of the miraculous. He's a God 
who is able to do all things but fail. And so it's hard sometimes for us because it's hard to get focused. Clearly, we have to be on the same channel with him. You know, when you talk about um, about reaching him and touching him, you know, you got reading your word, being in prayer, all those kinds of things. Obviously, that's part of it. But, you know, just knowing that God loves you so much that he wants to do uh, that for you. And he that gave his only son that delivered him up for us all. How shall he not freely give you all things? I mean, think about the things that he's already done. And so that's kind of where we are. You know, we have to stand and trust and believe him, knowing that he has resurrection power and that the same one that that has the power lives inside of you. The Bible says that he the greater one lives on the inside of you. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. So it's time. It's time to focus that strength, focus that energy on believing him. Believe in God, knowing that he is able to do that uh, which you're believing for. He can do exceedingly abundantly more than we can ask or think. And, you know, the Bible says eyes have not seen and ears have not heard. Neither has entered into the heart of man the things that the Lord has prepared for them. And so God has absolutely prepared some good things for us. So I just want to give you a little word this morning and. And uh, God has been so good. And and so uh, just to encourage you a little bit, it doesn't matter what it is, what you're facing. God is able to deliver. He's able to move on that situation. And the tough part for us a lot of times is just trusting him and believing him because, you know, we've been going through situations and it's been tough. So um, sometimes it, it is hard. But God knows exactly what we need. Look, brothers and sisters, if you don't know the Lord, then nothing I can say is really going to help you until you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And so if you've never received him, here's a good opportunity to do that. If you want to accept him, just say this with your mouth. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart and be the Lord and Savior of my life. Say, I repent of all my sin. And Lord, I believe that God raised you from the, the from the dead. And I believe that you died for my sins and say this with your mouth. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for saving me. I receive you as my Lord and my savior right now in Jesus name. Brothers and sisters, if you prayed that prayer, um, you're now a child of God. Get into a good Bible believing church and get you a good Bible. You can download a good app onto your phone. You know, social media, uh, well, let's just say uh, technology is wonderful. I'm not going to encourage social media, but technology is wonderful. And so you get you a good Bible ver, uh, Bible app and, and uh, get in a good Bible-believing church and start learning about this God that you've received as your Lord and your Savior. Brothers and sisters, have a blessed and a wonderful day. This is Brother Leonard. Out.